Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined by racing expert Paul Gallagher, also known as the Voice of Value. Hi Paul, how are you doing? Hi, all is well, thank you very much. Good stuff. Now we kicked off the racing podcast last week and I'm pleased to say that we started with a couple of winners. Eva, Maria and Mirando priced or tipped at 92 and 52 on the podcast. Yeah, pleased with that. Good start. And um, we got, I think, um, a 25 to 1 or 20 to 1 shot came fifth as well, which would have paid out with most bookies um, that were paying extra places. So that was a, a keep busy, wasn't it? So that was good. Yeah, three, three sort of profitable returns and uh, a good start to the podcast. No pressure, but I'd take that every week. Yeah, tell me about it somewhere. <laughs> It'd be nice. And before we get started in this week's tips, just a wee word on Enable being pipped by Voltgeist in the Arc on Sunday. Yeah, it was, it was an impressive performance from Voltgeist, I think, as much as anything else. Enable probably ran to more or less her best. She was maybe, she's certainly her best over the last 12 months. She's maybe ran slightly better than that in her first Arc, um, you know, two years ago. But uh, Voltgeist, great performance, stepped up a bit and seems to run a lot better in France. He's flopped a few times coming over to the UK. But yeah, brilliant and just a shame that Enable couldn't make history. But that's why it's tough. Indeed, and Frankie has a chance to put that disappointment behind him tomorrow. And this is Aravich, where he's teamed up with Willie Mullins on the favourite Build Me Up Buttercup, which we'll touch on shortly. As ever on the racing podcast, we'll try and cover the live races on ITV. And tomorrow there's seven races on ITV, four from Newmarket and three from York. And it all kicks off in the 220 at Newmarket. Yeah, it's a cracking day of racing again. Um, the races at Newmarket are part of um, Future Champions Day. So it's it's all the, the promising two-year-olds at Newmarket. Um, and they look like they'll be racing on um, good ground, maybe good to soft ground, but fairly, um, fairly standard stuff. And then at York, um, it's going to be softer ground, so I'm bearing that in mind with the selections, trying to pick out those that have got previous um, form on soft ground. But the 220 Newmarket is the first one, as you say. Um, I'm actually siding with a favourite in this one, Vulcan Star. It's a Godolphin horse. Um, really solid form so far, and I think there's there are two or three solid rivals, but... Falkenstein I thought was a pretty decent price at 100 to 30. I expected it to be more of a sort of two to one shot. So I think if you can get 100 to 30, I think Ladbrokes, Bet365, Coral um, are all sticking with that at the time of recording. Um, really nicely bred horse, won by I think about six lengths last time out. And the th- horse that finished third in that race at Goodwood has subsequently won a race as well. So that kind of Frank's the form, as they say, you know, gives it some solidity. Um, and I think the horse will improve again. So that's that's the one I'm going for. Main danger is probably mythical from Aidan O'Brien's yard coming across with Ryan Moore on board, um, who also won um, nicely last time out. But that wasn't a strong race, I thought. So go with the Vulcan star at the races. Yeah, it'd be a nice one to get us off to a winning start. Now, next up is the Rockingham Stakes, which is over at York at the 2.40. Yeah, I really like the favourite here, Lampang, and I actually think I may have tipped it on a, uh, one of my columns on Mr Fixit's Tips um, a few weeks back, but it's a bit short-priced for this one, 11-8, to 8, um, and what I'm going to do is side with a horse called Stone Circle, who 
won nicely last time out over in Ireland at the Curra in a 26-runner race. And I think it's probably been slightly underestimated here. Um, it's you know it's not easy for these two-year-olds to go into big field races like that and win um, as well as he did. And that was, that experience will really stand in good stead. So you're getting a double-figure price. You're getting ten to one with Paddy Power at the moment. So that's an each-way bet for me with Stone Circle. Um, and I think um, hopefully he'll run Lampang pretty close. And the way you know thinking about the odds. Um, you're back in eleven to eight shot to win, and obviously it wins or it loses, fine. But if you're back in a ten to one shot each way, you're getting two opportunities to win. And even yeah. if it gets placed at ten to one, you know that's just as good as your eleven to eight win bet. Plus you've got the the outside chance of it actually getting up in front. So that's yeah. he's only only three three pounds behind in official weightings, so not that much to find. It's not a, it's not a crazy one. Yeah, makes sense um, on the each way betting side of things. Um, Twelve run in that race, so decent place claims on Stone Circle. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, next up is the 255 at Newmarket, and you're looking at a bigger priced fancy in this one. Yeah, um, the one I'm going for here is a horse called Johan. Um, this is a Group Three, so it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Again, um, as I was saying earlier, it's the, it's the best of the two year olds that are on show at Newmarket on Saturday. Um, this is quite competitive. There's a horse called Persia, uh, Aidan O'Brien's bringing over, and also. Um, in the same ownership, but um, maybe slightly unusually, trained by John Gosden, is a horse called Cherokee Trail. They're both they both look really solid. The favourite or sort of joint favourite is Al Suhail. I'm not too keen on that at the prices. I'm, I was surprised to see that quite so short as it was, and I was surprised to see Johan at such a price, and that makes sense to me um, to, to go with that value. Won really nicely last time at Musselburgh. And by I think about six lengths that was, um, ridden by my favourite jockey Danny Turtok, so I'm slightly uh, slightly <laughs> biased in that one. But uh, Danny's not riding um, at Newmarket, but James Doyle takes the ride who is equally um, classy, so that that's not a concern. And William Haggis's two olds do normally improve as they go along, so I, th- I just thought fourteen to one. Wow, um, let's have some of that. <clears throat> Especially when there's only nine runners in the race. That's it. It's a nice each way shape to it, you know. Um, you, you look at it, you've only got sort of six to beat to get into the top three. <laughs> Make it sound so easy. That's it. <laughs> okay, next up was the 3.15 at York. Um, only seven runners in this one, and I don't think there's much that you fancy in it, is there? No, it's one... Um, I, there's not... I can make a case for a few of them, but there was nothing that, you know, once I priced it up and then compared it to what the bookies are offering, there was nothing that said, oh, wow, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Dark Vision was probably the one that appealed most. Um, that was a horse that, quite interestingly, um, won a Goodwood race in summer of last year and just looked fantastic. That was its third third win from three races. And after the race, um, Mark Johnson, the trainer, was really talking it up. And Godolphin came in and bought it for fortunes. I can't remember the exact amount, but it was absolute fortunes. And since then, it's just completely flopped. So I don't know. Johnson's been laughing all the way to the bank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how, how pleased the Arabs will be about it. But it, last time out, it showed a bit of improvement. But I'm just slightly concerned that the ground might not be ideal for it. It doesn't have any, um, it doesn't have any form on soft ground. And... I'd be willing to take a chance it was a bigger price, but 9-2, to two, that sort of price, nah, I'll let it go. So that's one just to leave off the betting slip tomorrow? Yep, no bet for me in the 3.15. 
Okay, next up on ITV is the 330 at Newmarket, and there's a short price favourite in, in that one. Yeah, Pinatubo, um, who is just looks like um, it could be an absolute superstar, um, miles ahead of all the other two year olds this season. Um, this is a seven furlong race, so just one furlong short of the mile. And come May of next year, the big race for the three year olds will be the 2000 Guineas, um, also at Newmarket. So, this is seen as one of the really good tests. Um, a trial for that race. Uh, Pinatubo should win this comfortably, but you know it's one to three on. We're not having a bet, but it'll be really fun to watch it. If anyone does fancy, you know, really like the horse, I'd maybe suggest taking. I think there's about five to four available um, on the anti-post market for the guineas. The horse will almost certainly go there as long as it stays sound. And I think if it hacks up again in this race, it'll, I think the five to four will go, and it'll be it'll be odds on. Okay, so that's maybe one for your wee black book for later in the year. That's exactly it, yeah. Okay, next up is the 350. It's the Coral Sprint Trophy at York. Six for long race, 22 run this one. Yeah, a head scratcher this one. Um, <laughs> it's loads of loads of good horses. Um, I do love the sprint handicaps. It's something that's grown on me when I was younger. I, I just thought it was like a cavalry charge and I couldn't work out what was going on. But once you unpicked some of the form... Um, particularly in different types of ground, you can actually really get into the form and, and a lot of it stands up and it's good fun trying to solve the puzzle. Um, we had There's a couple of faces that we talked about last week, Summer Gand and Gulliver, and I suggested were both fairly decent each-way shouts for last week's race. Um, at uh, Was that the... Or am I getting mixed up? Yeah, sorry, no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't last week, it was the Air Gold Cup, um, and both of them did very well under similar conditions seven furlong straight sprint so you know i think they'll be in the mix again gulliver is one i'm going to tip um as an each way shout he is 14 to 1 he's always there thereabouts in these type of races um and he's going to get his head in front at some point even if he doesn't we're still getting 14 to 1 he keeps finding the top three or four and we keep getting paid out so yeah not going to complain about it um you'll get five places with quite a few bookies um on that one including skybet who are 14 to 1 but my main tip for the race is an interesting one at 20 20 to 1 shot air raid is the name of the horse trained by jed o'keefe ridden by jack garrity who a decent decent young jockey um probably flies under the radar a little bit and um, the crucial point for air raid is soft ground and it's going to be soft air it looks like it he won at hamilton two starts ago and soft um and then was thumped at goodwood but it was good to firm that day in august and it just didn't suit him he's now back he's actually all of his wins he's had five wins from 10 races on the flat and all of them have been on soft ground so that's just immediately red flag thinking this is the time we've got he's got his he's got his surface we've got to go in 20 to 1 fantastic um, he's not particularly well handicapped in as much as he's on his highest mark but I think with soft ground there's still loads of improvement to come. His last run at Hamilton on soft ground um, was actually a really good race for Hamilton um, it gets a bad press sometimes with the quality of racing but um, that was a, a nice class 2 handicap in the Scottish Stewards Cup um, back in July and he beat some good horses in behind Lake Volta, Staxton etc so that form's excellent and I think um, he's got a really strong chance at 20 to 1. And again, we're getting five places with William Hill, Betway and plenty of others. So that's the main tip for that one. I see that he's already won three times this year. And as you say, if they go and 
suitable then 21 looks reasonable in a, a race that's pretty wide open yeah absolutely I think it's um, yeah, a really good show now I don't claim to be any great expert in horse racing but when I see some of these big races I often like to see if um, the top weight is amongst the favourites and Danzino is top weight in this one um, priced about 12 to 1 at the moment any thoughts on that one yeah, a really consistent horse. Um, with it being a softer ground, I just thought it's tough to carry top weight um, in softer ground. And, you know, Danzino is probably a fairly exposed horse at this stage. Um, in sprinting terms, he's eight years old, but, you know, he owes, owes his owners nothing. He's been a fantastic horse over the years, but I think one or two of the, uh, the younger ones might get past him. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> So to wrap up the racing on Saturday, it's the big one. It's the Cesarevich, 4-10 at Newmarket, 31 down to run this. And Build Milk Buttercup leads the field for the, the Tory-Mullins combination. Yeah, that's the one that everyone seems to have latched onto in the betting. Um, I think there actually is a little bit of 5-1 to one about, um, if people are, are keen on that one. For me, I, I don't fancy it. You know, a 31-runner handicap. Um, over two miles and a bit, I can't be backing a five to one shot. Um, if you know if there's a part, if it's absolutely nailed on certain, you know there's so much going for it. It's got two stone of weight in hand, etc. You can maybe make an argument, but it's not that um, appealing. It does, it, you know, there's nothing that jumps out at me to say, oh, this horse is an absolute certainty. It's going to hack up. There's loads of really good horses in the race. And there's quite a few, you know, I've marked down five or six that I think are ahead of the handicapper, um, will enjoy the conditions, etc. So there's no way I'm then going to plump for a five-to-one shot. Yeah, I see that Irish trained horses have only won twice um, in the last 26 years in the Cesarevich, so that doesn't bode well for a short price favourite like that. It doesn't. It's actually a really interesting statistic because you would think um, the Irish are really good at having these dual-purpose horses that sometimes run over jumps, but then can come back and run in these um, really competitive long-distance handicaps in the flat as well. And they do have a good record with that. But um, clearly, as, as you're saying, they're not not necessarily in the last few while. It's interesting. So you mentioned you had five that you'd on your shortlist. Um, which ones are the pick of your fancies then? Yeah, so um, the five, I'll rattle through them quickly. The horse called Ranch Hand looks good. Um, Timoshenko, Land of Oz, they're the three that I've, I've sort of cast aside out of the five I'm not going to bet on. But, you know, they're all improving. They've all got a little bit in hand, I think, um, and they relish the, the long-distance slog. The main selection I've gone for is a 50-to-one shot, and it's a horse called Summer Moon, trained by Mark Johnson. Um it's four pounds well in at the handicap and it's improving. And I just thought there's, there are one or two negatives about it, but that's fine. We're being you know, highly compensated for that at 50 to one. Um, I just thought it was it had a really strong chance. It's not the worst shout I've ever seen um, on the basis that in the last 12 years, we've had two 50 to one winners and two 60, 61 winners in this race. So I certainly wouldn't be rolling out a 50 to one shot tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. You know, you can't be afraid of taking on a horse at a big price here. And, you know, if you get your staking plan right, you can have small stakes on 51 shots and it's happy days if it comes in. And again, you know, we're getting um, five, six, seven places each way. Um, so if you're getting fifth odds, it's a 10 to 1 winner. Thanks very much. Worth shopping about for those extra places if you can get them, especially if you're backing 51 shots. 
it is, yeah, that can make the difference sometimes, you know, getting the, uh, you know, shopping around. It takes a bit of time, uh, a bit of a pest, but it, it can really be worth it to get the extra places. Okay, what's your other pick on this one? Yeah, my, my second choice is a, a sort of um, more obvious one, as it were, in terms of the price. 12 to 1 shot, Great White Shark, which um, I'm hoping it will buck the trend in regards to the Irish horses not doing particularly well, because this is Willie Mullins' sort of second string, as it were. Um Unexposed there, I think, has decent form over hurdles as well as on the flat. And the win that it had at Galway on the flat last time um, was really quite impressive. Those races at Galway might not be the most valuable handicaps, but they're always really well contested um, because all the Irish trainers and the owners absolutely love sending horses there. And the fact that it won that quite easily made me think this is a really well handicapped horse. So double figure odds um, with the extra places, as we said, I'm going to have a bit of that. Thank you very much. So what price is that likely to go off at? Um, it's 12 to 1 at the moment, so I would probably take that because you know, if, if either of the Mullins horses are going to be gambled any further, I think it will be that one rather than build me up Buttercup, which is pretty short as it is. Okay, so that's a very quick run through of the races on ITV tomorrow. Can you just quickly recap um, the best picks that you've given us there? Of course I can, yeah. So I've got, um, I've effectively got five races that I'm tipping in, and they are the 220 at Newmarket, Vulcan Star to win, 100 to 30, the 240 at York, Stone Circle, 10 to 1 each way, 255 at Newmarket, Johan, 14 to 1 each way as well. The 350 at York. First choice is Air Raid, 20 to 1 each way. And second choice, Gulliver, 14 to 1 each way. And then finally, in the Cesarovich, I've got two selections. Pick number one is 50 to 1 shot Summer Moon. And my second choice is Great White Shark, 12 to 1. And obviously they're both each way and shop around and get the best prices you can. Indeed, some great racing to look forward to by the looks of it. Um, as ever, we'll be back next week. Feel free to get in touch via email, especially if any tips ahead of next Saturday's racing or if any questions for Paul you'd like him to address on the podcast. Greg and I will be back next week with the football podcast. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Hope you make some profit. And thanks again to Voice of Value for joining us on this week's racing podcast. Thanks, Paul. Very welcome. Looking forward to it. Good luck to everyone.